Welcome to Daybreak with Ted Tibbett and Michael Paul. If you have a comment, you can call us now at 261-0898 or pound 981 on any ceasefire device. Our email is newsradiomornings at gmail.com. Good morning. It is 7.15. That is 15 minutes after 7 o'clock. Ted Zibben, Michael Paul is not in the house. Charles Stulig is here. Judge Zach Rivon is here. But the man with the plan is with us as well. Let me see. Michael has all the uh, good uh, sound effects here. Let me see what I got. That's all I can do. We got Gene Valentino. <laughs> the Timpani song. Gentlemen, help me out. I, 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 I thought Rick Flair was coming in. <laughs> exactly. Let me introduce you to everybody, Gene. First, you know Charles Stewart because he is behind the scenes all the time. Judge Zachary Vaughn, a Justice Court judge in Forest County, good young Republican, grew up in Alabama, worked to practice law in Arkansas and Mississippi and and uh, Zach, uh, Gene is in, living in Escambia County down in Pensacola, former Escambia County commissioner down there. Okay. Which would be the equivalent of one of our supervisors. All right. Well, good deal. How's it going down there? Good morning, gentlemen. Good to hear your voices. Uh, uh, we're all, no one can replace the almighty Michael Pohl, and we wish you get well soon. I, 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 I miss giving him a little ribbing every Friday morning at 7.15, so... Yeah. <laughs> We'll we'll just have to gang up on him in his absence. How's that? <laughs> Maybe his, his back couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, I was going to say you might have scared, you might have intimidated him. <laughs> yeah, oh, I doubt that. Now it's good to meet all you guys, and it's uh, broadcasting live from Studio Seventeen B here in Pensacola, Florida. <laughs> Glad to have you. You know, uh, Gene, you were gone last week. You were at the Beverly Hills Hilton Hotel out there with the rich folks, the rich and the famous hang out at and you were at a pretty interesting conference what was this conference you went to that was probably that is my retreat every year i treat myself to uh, uh, a an event on the west coast called abundance 360 sponsored by a mr uh, peter diamandis who also serves with me on one of the boards of our company called verijet a chartered jet company service uh, it's off the ground in the southeast United States now, but I was in, I was invited to join. Uh, I hate to use the word elite, but a a uh, good group of people from around the world. About two hundred and fifty participants. Each is a technology geek or innovator or financier or um, visionary. That come, these folks come together from around the world. There's no crazy idea. If you, you if you make fun of anyone else's crazy idea, you're asked to leave. There's this is where innovation and advances uh, uh, are are brainstormed. Uh, you know, uh, it was only uh, Elon Musk who was talking about this concept ten years ago of an electric car, and uh, now today it is formidable and a part of our way of life. Uh, and the question is how well this crazy administration uh, weans the technology into the marketplace. 
and therein lies a challenge unto itself. But on the bigger point, uh, you know, there were, it was only uh, a decade ago uh, uh, Africa didn't know what a cell phone or a telephone was, and now there's over one billion cell phones throughout the continent of Africa. Uh, these are the kind of transformations that occur in these meetings. Uh, we call it massive transformative purpose. And um, we learn from, we take crazy ideas are welcome. How's that sound? And, uh, uh, to, it, and we are stunned today by how much, uh, how much new is on the, on, the, on, the, on the table that we didn't even see in our sights just 10 years ago. Now, you don't get political there, do you? They try not to because of the cultures coming in from around the world. Uh, but um, some of the Americans, most of the Americans who are there might have a whisper or two amongst themselves away from the crowd that uh, says that, boy, we sure could be further along faster. Uh, what we do is we walk away saying the tail will wag the dog. The politician will create the law, for example, of how to bring forward charging stations for um, uh, 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 electric powered vehicles, or they will create a law after the fact that says that, well, since there's less gas tax coming in because there's more electrically powered vehicles, we better rethink how we uh, uh, pay for the maintenance and repair of roads, which was paid for and funded in our nation from a gas tax. So if the, if there's a transformative purpose that comes into being, this crazy idea is now reality. Well, we better rethink how we have legislation to take care of the subsequent or supportive concerns, like in this example, the maintenance and repair of roads. Interesting conference you went to. How many was it? Several days. It was four nights, five days, and you walk away inspired and not. You certainly can feel dejected and uh, depressed after watching last night's news and the performance of our president. I walk away feeling very sad, but the the conference itself makes you feel motivated and uh, uh, positive and uh, 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 confident that we, the human nature, our human condition will be protected in the long haul uh, over time, hopefully through the other branches of government, the judicial and the, and the legislative, God forbid, if not the administrative. Well, the, the subject we were going to talk about today, and this comes back as you were talking about the conference that you have been in, and it was interesting, there was a promo on the air this morning for Sean Hannity's show this afternoon, and part of the subject that he is going to discuss is President Biden not mentally fit for the job. And as we go around the room here, with you leading off, uh, Gene, is that a legitimate subject we should be talking about? Regrettably, not soon enough. Uh, our, our, our esteemed judge who's with us might cast more light on the 25th Amendment for us. But there is, for all the rancor imposed on the fitness uh, of Donald Trump, 
who gets an A-plus score on his cognitive capabilities, just in your face, guys, why hasn't this Congress uh, imposed a mandate that this president be uh, tested for some level of uh, mental acuity? Uh, his cabinet, who he picked, is not about to impeach him or cause him to come up, uh, uh, cause him to be removed from office. I can't understand why we turn our backs so hypocritically. And I think it's a reawakening of our nation. And it's reminding our nation that we, the people, better step up. And uh, uh, this governance is a governance of the grassroots up, not from the top down. So the grassroots people, the citizens like you and me, those listening, those in the street, better step up to save this nation because that's what we're faced with right now. And it starts with an assessment of whether our leader is doing his job or not. And I propose that someone help define a process that gets this president tested. You know, the thing that, that worries me or I think about, and, and Judge and uh, Gene and, and Stewie as well, did the Democratic Party know this man was not capable of running this? And do they know it now? Do they, you know, silently agree with what we're talking about, but they feel like they're enough of a puppeteer that they can handle it? Gene? Well, it's amazing to me that their uh, vitriol, their disgust and hate for Donald Trump was overwhelmingly more of a concern to them than the merits and credibility of the candidate they were supporting which scares the tar out of me even more uh, because it helps us understand that the Democrat Liberal Party has now become the leaders in a deep state, uh, in the management of a deep state process, and that individual hierarchical elitists who are controlling the haves versus the have-nots, are more in control of you and me in the citizenry of this nation. I would never have believed that that was true. Yes, to answer your question, I think it's a, a hidden plan that I would not have admitted to just two years ago. Some years back when uh, Jimmy Carter was president or just out of office, I'd gone to New York with the man that I worked for who was good friends with people that CBS and ABC and NBC, and we had a private lunch with Walter Cronkite. And so I just sitting there listening, and then finally the owner, my friend, says, uh, ask Walter Cronkite something. And I said, is Jimmy Carter a good president? And he answered me. He said, I think the man goes to bed every night, gets on his knees and prays to the Lord to make him one of the best presidents this country ever has, but he starts screwing up the minute he goes out of his bedroom in the morning, and he says, to begin with, he surrounds himself with totally incompetent people. It, does the President Biden suffer from some of that, or does he know this, or is, or is he just in a la-la land? Well, I think, I think Donald Trump suffered from it, too. You've got, when you form your organizational structure, you come in with bringing in thousands of people around, around you. Your cabinet or your inner circle has to be well-picked. And uh, uh, in Trump's case, he had some people who were deceiving, deceiving him. I remember that 
Anthony Scaramucci, who turned on Trump, and press secretary. Remember um, uh, Rex Tillerson, Secretary of State, who was conspiring with Mad Dog Maddox, uh, the Secretary of Defense, to uh, uh, minimize Trump's leadership. Uh, these people around him were affecting his ability to do even more, even though Trump did a lot. And now you're asking me about a uh, Biden. Yes, the qu- the answer is I think Biden is um, is now uh, because of his lack of uh, cognition. Uh, I think he's being manipulated uh, as a um, as a consequence by his inner circle, and he is not being an effective leader with a vision. My God, he's having trouble making a set of stairs or or completing an English language sentence. Wow. Yeah. I think we got some agreement here. We got about two minutes left. One thing about Jimmy Carter today in his nineties, he's a good man. He, he's building homes, and I think he's a good Christian man. And uh, he just, uh, you know, maybe that Peter principle—he got promoted beyond his capabilities. Hmm. There you go. Well, in one minute, right here, wrap it up. Uh, what? Uh, anything else big, or is there anything we can do about this, or do we want him out of office and Camilla Harris in? Well, there's the $10 million question. You know, uh, Michael and you and I mentioned this weeks ago, Ted, and I I think the only answer to that question is let's follow the system. The system says that we not uh, patch a bad tire with another patch. The system says that we have the entitlement to replace the bad tire we have now, and let's deal with one consequence at a time. I would suggest that... um, uh, it would be a, a a festive party in the White House uh, if Kamala Harris found herself in the presidency. Although I think you are correct, that could be worse than what we have now. But we have to do something because for the next two and a half years, uh, the world is going to step all over us and um, and take us down. My words, uh, uh, while cr- Russia's uh, invading Ukraine continues. America's economy is unexpectedly shrinking uh, to the worst level since, uh, since uh, two or three years, since spring of 2020. A 1.4% decline in our GDP, gross domestic product, resulting in, uh, in uh, probably, you're going to see probably 50 basis points on the, uh, on the prime rate going up by the Federal Reserve in the next two weeks. I, I'm. I'm. We've got to do something to turn the ship. Uh, I, I, I would. I would agree that if Biden is not capable, he must be removed. Let's start there and see and take the consequences after. Gene, gotta go. We can pick up your podcast. Tell them where people can listen to the replay. Oh, we appreciate you posting the podcast uh, on Gene www.genevalentino.com. And you just hit the subscribe button. We'll send them to you weekly. Gene, thank you very much. Enjoy talking to you. Have a great weekend. Best to you and your friends.